Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. All of you who attend trade shows, and that includes everybody, you are about to hear a great discussion on how to get the most out of your shows as an attendee. Buckle up. This is going to be an amazing, amazing episode for you. Everybody, welcome back to Trade Show University, the podcast for virtual and live events. I am Jim Cermak, your host, and I am so excited that you are here today. You know what? Trade shows are not just all about exhibitors, sponsors, planners, and speakers. That's what most of my, my episodes are all about. You know, these events are nothing, absolutely nothing without attendees. And there's times when we all find ourselves in as, as an attendee, you know, whether that's at a brand new show that we're attending, or even when we step outside of our exhibit booth to walk around the show. Guess what? At that point, you become the attendee. <laughs> you know, recently I was a guest on another podcast, the Quick Lube Expert Podcast with host M. Kevin Davis. He and I talked all about how to get the most out of a show when you're the attendee. I said, you know what? My trade show you audience needs to hear this discussion. So Kevin was gracious enough to let me replay the episode from his podcast. There's so many great tips. You're going to love the energy throughout the episode. You know, his audience is the owners of Quick Lube and oil change businesses, but the content here is great for everybody. When you find yourself to be an attendee, you are going to be so glad that you listen to this. So sit back, grab a notepad, get ready to have your best trade show ever as an attendee. Welcome to the Quick Lube Expert Podcast. I'm your host, M. Kevin Davis, and we're excited to bring you another information-packed episode. You know, each week our goal is to bring you decades of real-world experience that will help you strengthen your business, grow your business, but most of all, help you to have more freedom in your business. Today, we have got an amazing guest. I'm so excited for our guest today. Uh, we've got Mr. Jim Cermak with us, and Jim is the host of the Trade Show University Podcast and also a trade show coach. Uh, Jim, welcome to the the Quick Lube Expert Podcast. Gavin, it is an honor to be be here talking to you and, and to all your listeners. Thank you so much for having me on. That's awesome. Hey, Jim, I want to tell you, man, the reason I wanted you on this show today is because our International Fast Lube Expo, iFlex, at the Car Wash Show is next week. We got listeners out there that are probably already got their bags packed. They're excited to get out there and mingle and, and see what new is going on out there, what new products, what education, all that stuff. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, how can, how can Quick Lube Expert Podcast help them prepare for that? And I thought about you, and I, I said, I got to get Jim on the show. So, But Jim, before we dive into that, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who is Jim uh, uh, Cermak, what have you done, what's your experience, and why, why should they listen to you about uh, what to do about a trade show? 
Sure. Uh, topics I love talking about. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I have been in marketing and been working on trade shows in some capacity for over 30 years. Uh, started as the very first show I went to was uh, called the Philadelphia Candy Show. I used to work for a candy company called Fanny Farmer Candies. For So for any of you who've been around the block a few times, you probably remember that name. It's no longer around, but uh, it was a mainstay. We had uh, candy stores all across the country. So I was just in my 20s, just out of college. And I said, hey, we're going to this show. And I had no, I've never been to a trade show before. Went there and the excitement was just amazing. You know, I was going from booth to booth. Of course, I got to eat candy for half a day. So that was <laughs> our, that was a pretty good deal too. But just seeing the people's excitement of, of showing their new products and, and figuring out solutions and having the different retailers going in and asking questions. And it was just, it was a lot of uh, solutions, a lot of brainstorming going on, a lot of new stuff happening. It was just really, really exciting. And I, I absolutely loved it. Fell in love with it right then and there. Well, I switched to uh, switched industries a few years later. Now I was in manufacturing. And I said, I was told, Hey, we got to go to this trade show. So I'm like, okay, well, the only one I've been to was this candy show. That was amazing. This is going to be manufacturing. It's probably gonna be pretty boring. <laughs> same level of excitement. And it was the same kind of things. It was companies coming together. You see the brainstorming, you see demos happening. You see people, companies talking about their, their new products and, and how they're better. And it's just, the excitement was there, even though it was completely different industries. And that's what I've come to see across uh, over time is that the excitement is there because it is just such a great place for people to do business, for, for businesses to do business, find those new vendors, find new solutions, find new products. And, uh, it, and it's a great way also to see what's, what are your competitors doing because they're probably there too. And a great way to learn what's happening in the industry, some new trends going on, go to workshops. There's just so much that can happen at these shows. So I just fell in love with them. The one thing I, I noticed over time though, and uh, the reason what led me up to the podcast was I saw exhibitors that would just leave money on the table. They just didn't they just didn't uh, do things the right way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can help you. And then I saw, I would uh, talk to someone, I'd come away from a show as an attendee and I'm like, oh, that was fantastic. And other people go, yeah, it was kind of a dud for me. I'm like, what do you mean it was a dud for you? Well, I, I really didn't get much out of it. I was hoping to find this, this, and that. And I'm like, well, did you check out this or that? I didn't even know that existed. And I'm like, oh, there's as an attendee, we can learn so much also. And if, but we've got to do things the right way. So that's why I started the podcast to help exhibitors, to help sponsors, show planners, and even attendees learn how to get the most out of these shows, uh, get the biggest bang for their buck, the biggest ROI, because you're investing a lot of time. Even as an attendee, you might be investing one day, two day, multiple days, plus maybe travel and a lot of money, time investing, and you want to make sure that you get the most out of it. So that's why I started the podcast, and it's uh, we've got over 120 episodes now, and uh, it's just uh, continuing on. And just uh, so I obviously I get a little excited about talking about trade shows. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Jim. I'll tell you what, I, I mean, your energy is amazing. I love it. I mean, we want to feed off each other this energy level and uh, excellent. Uh, but I mean, I tell everybody when you turn on the quick lube expert podcast, you just opened up the fire hose. We're going to just uh, unload on you. Uh, and, and so the good thing they can hit pause and rewind and go back and catch that again. Uh, uh, but Jim, you know, the, the iFlex, I mean, I want to tell you that I, I love the fast lube expo. I mean, I've been going to these trade shows for years. Uh, it, it is where 
every, I mean, that's where you network at, like you said. It's where you learn about new products. It's where you see yeah. demos. It's where you get the educational sessions. But, you know, over the years, you, what you said was so true. I mean, as I started out, you know, I, I borrowed the money to start this thing. I built this thing from ground up. And money was hard to come by. I mean, I'll just be telling you the yeah. truth. I mean, it's, uh, you know, when I started this thing, we started from scratch, and we really had to watch that. Now, when I made decisions to start going to these trade shows, and I was going to be gone for four to five days. I was going to be staying in a hotel. I had an airfare. I had uh, meals. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, wow, that's a lot of money. And, yeah. you know, how do I make sure I'm getting a return? Because I didn't want it just to be a vacation. If I want to do a vacation, I'm going to hang out with my family somewhere. I don't want to go hang out at some trade <laughs> show somewhere. You know, so, I mean, I can have fun at the trade show, but I really want to get some investment out of that so I can come back and do this. So as our listeners now are preparing to go to iFlex, and you know, I know most of them are going to be trying to get there. So I'd love just today for you to share what are some steps or some pointers that they can start with right now and begin planning and preparing to make this the best Rachel, they've ever attended. Oh, absolutely. So here's here's the deal, everyone. I know you're probably just a couple days away from going, depending on when you're listening to this, you might be getting ready to head to the airport uh, right now. There's still stuff you can do. Even if you've been to the show, you know, a bunch of times before, don't make any assumptions that this year's show is going to be the same as last year's show. So the first thing, first thing you got to understand, why are you going? Why even go to the show? Are you looking to buy? Are you looking to find new vendors or suppliers? Are you looking to find a new partner on something? Are you looking to maybe see what your competitors are doing? Are you looking to just network, make some new connections? Maybe you're looking to attend workshops. Uh, maybe there's some certifications you can, you can get by attending some seminars and some sessions. Maybe just looking to see what is new, what are the trends, what's going on, and maybe just to connect, reconnect with some some customers. Whatever it is, any of those things, know why you're going. So first thing is, what is it that you want to jot those things down? Why am I going to this show? So if I'm looking to find some new vendors, okay, okay, now you have your top three things, top three reasons why you're going to the show. Next thing you got to do is research the show. So even if you're getting, you're listening to this, you're sitting at the airport gate and you're getting ready to get on a plane, your your time is limited. That doesn't matter. Do your homework. Go on, go online, pull up the website for the show, and start pouring through it. Pick up, pull up the uh, the show floor. It'll list typically list every single uh, exhibitor that's going to be there. Start going through and learning about the different exhibitors to to match why you're going. So if you're going to find new vendors, look at those exhibitors. Which ones do I want to see? Which one? Because every time I go to a show, if I don't do that homework, there's someone I missed. I'm like, I didn't even know they were there. Oh my gosh, how did I miss them? Because you know, if at these shows, they're huge. You know, there's there could be hundreds of exhibitors and so much going on, so much energy and things to that can distract you. It's easy to miss somebody. So don't uh so make sure you do that homework, go through the show floor mark up or write down the the booth numbers that, that you want to definitely want to stop at and make sure that you do that homework. Also find out if, if you're, you know, what are the keynotes that are going to be there? What seminars are going to happen? What workshops are going to happen? What's going to be worth your time to attend? And that might be something that maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you're just there to attend, to go through the, the trade show floor and you never really attended a workshop. You might be missing out on some some key things that can make a difference in your business. So make sure you are checking out 
every workshop, every seminar that is available to you. If you're going with multiple people from your company, there a lot of times they don't just have one uh, seminar at a time. You you might at one one p.m. there might be twenty different seminars to choose from. You might split it up between you and your team so that you're not going to the same ones, but you're going to uh, get more information, get the biggest bang for your your time uh, while you're there. So do that. Figure out what the the seminars. Uh, the you know, I already talked about the exhibit hall, and maybe there's companies that you can sell to, or you, maybe if you've got a product, you've got a service. Maybe there's some someone that you can sell to, or maybe you want a partner, and so maybe that's part of what you're doing. And so figure out wh- which companies do I want to attend with, or I I want to uh, hook up with. Now, if you are doing that, if you say, you know what, there's there's people I want to hook up with. I I saw that ABC company is going to be there. They've got uh they've got a great new product or a new service or something that I really I want to make sure that I get time on their radar. Reach out. You, typically, they'll have some sort of a, a con, main contact person. Uh, con, connect with them through the through the website. Maybe they'll they'll give you a phone number or a, or an email address. Connect with them. Or if you can't do that, use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great way uh, to to connect with key people from those companies. So if you see ABC Company, that's the company you want to uh, you want to connect with. Go on LinkedIn, type in ABC Company, and find out who works there, and then start connecting with them and say, "Hey, I'm going to be at iFlex. Are you going to be there? Would love to. Would love to grab coffee together. You know, more than just uh, standing at a booth." And taking a couple minutes, I really want to, uh, there's, there's things I really would love to talk to you about. Can we grab lunch? Can we grab coffee or whatever? So make those times, um, make the, put that in your calendar because once someone gets to a show, they're inundated with those, uh, those opportunities and those, uh, connections and those invites to grab lunch, to, to, uh, to meet with people. So make sure you're doing that uh, before the show, before the show. Uh, and you know, when you're doing your research, make sure that uh, that you're really thinking it through um, and then and, and do some comparisons. So if you're looking for a vendor, do multiple meetings. Don't just do one, do multiple. So you can make that comparison of, of who's good and who's got the best pricing, who's going to be best meet your needs. I know I'm, I'm just uh, rapid fire here, Kevin. So oh, yeah, stop awesome. me if you, at any point if you want to <laughs> chime in here. Well, I mean, uh, the things you've already covered, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, Jim, everything you're saying, I, I, I learned to do this on my own, but I learned this because the first time I went to a trade show, I was so overwhelmed. I mean, I walk into this trade show exhibit and they open those doors. Everybody's lined up outside and they're watching the clock count down so they can just open them. It's like Black Friday. I mean, they're getting ready to (laughs) uncover the TVs and the first 10 get them and and everybody's there. And you go in and you see all this stuff and it's like, oh, my goodness, it's like you're a a kid in in a candy shop and you want it. And if you're not careful, though. The day would be gone, and I wouldn't. I didn't accomplish anything. I mean, I yeah. was just darting here and there, and then the end of the day, and then the next day, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh my goodness!" And I didn't have a plan. And yeah. <clears throat> educational sessions, I didn't. You know, I didn't even look at those. And and I get to the, and then I start talking about, "Hey, did you hear this piece, person speak? Oh wow, this was amazing! Oh, I didn't even." So what you're saying, I can relate to. And after my experience of finally saying, "Okay." 
yeah, I need to plan this out. I mean, I'm sitting here, I pull up on my website now. You can, like you said, the great information you pull up on the website. If you go to the car wash show, it's got the schedule. I mean, it starts on Monday, yeah. November the or Sunday the 14th, and it gives you everything that they're doing. Uh, each day, it tells you every education session. And so I've done exactly what you said. I love what you're saying. You kind of confirm it with me. But I literally took my calendar and I blocked out all the sessions that I wanted in my calendar. Uh, even exactly. now, what I do now is I schedule I schedule my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner uh, uh, probably a month out before a trade show. Because what happens is if you don't, somebody you want to meet with may already have an obligation. So if exactly. I know I'm going to the trade show and I know that I really want to meet with this person, I'll send them an information. You'll say, hey, guys, I'm going to be at the show. You're going to be there. Hey, how about breakfast? How about coffee? How about something? And typically, if you were to message me a week or two before the show and say, hey, Kevin, are you available? My schedule is already booked, you know, because I've already planned. Now, I didn't do that the first time. And I ended up a few nights by myself. I ended up, I'm with all these people and I could have been networking, kind of doing this stuff, but everybody had obligations. And here I am with the people I went with. And I already knew right. everything they knew, you know, and they knew everything I knew. We need to be hanging out with other people. So I, I love what you're talking about, the plan there. So uh, to do that and, and like the exhibit booth, I mean, I love the fact of going through that list and marking the people. Because when you get going down that aisle and everybody's going to try to stop you to talk to you. And some of the people that stop you to talk to, you're probably never going to buy anything from them. You're probably never going to do business with them. They might not even have a product that you use. But if you give them 15 minutes of your time, that's 15 minutes you don't get back or 15 minutes you lose to, for a purpose. So if you've got your plan, I, I love what you're saying about planning that out. Yeah, yeah. And you're hitting on, on some of the other things I was going to mention, which is outstanding. We are on the same page. Love it. Absolutely love it. One other thing I was going to say is that make sure you're setting goals for yourself, not just know why you're going to be there, but mm -hmm. set goals for yourself. So if you, if you are looking for that vendor, find three, you know, set a goal. I am going to find three new companies that mm -hmm. I, I want to get bids from, or may, you know, I'm going to make five connections for a new partnership. You know, it's only when you set goals, you really know if you had a successful show or not. You know, because if you, you otherwise you don't have nothing to benchmark against. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're setting some goals for yourself. And another thing that you said, Kevin, is, uh, you know, make sure you're setting that schedule ahead of time because it is so important. Uh, people's schedules just fill up because all of a sudden you you see you see one of your old customers you haven't seen in a couple of years and you want to grab dinner with them. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, I already got dinner plans for the next couple of nights. I am booked solid while we're here. And it's like, ah, oh, I just missed a great opportunity to uh, to meet with that person. So get, uh, get on people's schedules as early as possible and set your own schedule so that you are, have no, no time wasted. And if you end up having a cancellation and some free time, Okay, rest a little bit, <laughs> take a breather, but or or fill it up with another one. Fill it up with another one. And another great point you made is uh, is about you know you end up not not making those connections and, or setting that schedule, and all of a sudden now you're with a bunch of people that you already know. So definitely network every single chance you get. You know when you're sitting next to strangers at lunch, or maybe you're waiting uh, for the that keynote speech or that that seminar to start turn to them and say, Hey, I'm Jim Cermak. And, uh, I, I'm a trade show coach. What? Well, don't say that, but say whatever, <laughs> introduce yourself, yeah. introduce yourself and say, Hey, tell me about you. What? Well, tell me about your business. What? Why are you here? And find out why mm -hmm. they're there. And then you might learn some amazing things or make that amazing connection that you never would have made 
if you're just sitting there looking at your trade show program or or you're you're talking to your your buddies who you came with make sure you're making new connections so you know even even when you're yeah, you could be standing in registration line for registration you could be standing out waiting for your uber to come pick you up to go to the hotel if you know that that's somebody they're, they're wearing the name badge and you know they're here from the show maybe you're in the elevator at the hotel going up don't just stare at the numbers or stare at your phone spark up a, a conversation you're, what's the worst thing that's going to happen you know the mm -hmm. person's going to say no they're going to be rude to you who cares <laughs> just, yeah. but you could make that important connection so you know just uh I'll, I'll let me recap real quick so you know know why you're going take the time to research your show you know set those meetings before the show network every every chance you get uh you know and, and, uh, you know, set your goals. Yeah. And then lastly, I'll just say, you know, and you, you, you hit on this. Don't, don't spend a lot of time with someone who you know that you're not going to do business with, you know, get to the point in your conversations with, with these exhibitors, you know, unless you're hundred percent sure you're interested in what they have to offer. If they would go right into your sale, their sales pitch and they start a demo and you know, you're probably going to be locked up there for at least 15 minutes, just stop them. They call mm -hmm. timeout. Hey, you know what? This really isn't for me. You know, I appreciate you, your time. And then just move along. You know, mm -hmm. I, we've all gotten stuck at times, you mm -hmm. know, where after 30 seconds, you're like, oh shoot. Yeah. yeah but you don't want to be rude. You don't want to, they're in a role, you know, but, but you know sometimes what? though, Jim, I think yeah. that those vendors really appreciate that. Because, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, there's been times I've been at a booth that I just stopped by to talk to somebody. You know, they didn't need thing. I wasn't going to buy, but I, it's pretty cool. Let me learn more about it. Yeah. And then somebody comes up behind me that I see, and you know what? This has been great. I'll come back by. Go ahead and show their product to them. And maybe if I get time, I'll come back by a later time. And I think at the end of the day, they appreciate that because you're not wasting their time, not wasting right. your time. And and like I said, it, it's that's worked out well for us. Hey, Jim, this stuff is going. I need to I need to give a shout out to our sponsor here. Here we are. Man, this thing's flying by. And I want to give a big shout out to Philip 66 and Kendall Motor Oil uh, for sponsoring the Quick Lube Expert podcast. So let's just take a brief moment to share a message from them. Then we're going to jump right back into some great trade show tips and techniques. Reduce inventory boost shop space and boost your bottom line with Kindle GT1 high mileage booster. When combined with Kindle GT1 premium full synthetic or synthetic blend motor oils, it creates a high mileage oil blend that meets current API and ILSAC performance standards. Protect vehicles at a fraction of the inventory space and cost of pre-mixed high mileage oils with Kindle GT1 high mileage booster. Learn more at KindleHMB.com. Thanks again to Philip 66 and Kindle Motor Oils for sponsoring us. Jim, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to jump on the show with us at this time of, that's of essence to our people because they're getting ready for the uh, biggest event of the year in our industry, the iFlex and the Car Wash Show. So thank you. You've already given some amazing tips. I mean, you, this is great stuff, and, and you've confirmed a lot of things that I've learned over the years. Uh, and, and like I said, you know, a few other things that I, one of the things I wanted to, to mention to you, and I'll share a technique that I've used just to get your feedback and see how our listeners might get from it. So we take a group of people occasionally. We don't always get to take a group of people, but you know, this, the last uh, trade show, we were able to take about six, seven people with us from our company. Mm -hmm. Now that was extremely expensive for us. I mean, sure. you know, you, you're a hotels, your food, you're doing all this stuff. And 
I like what you said about the education because you do have a lot of the same sessions at the same time. You know, you may there may be four good sessions, but you can only go to one of them. And so one of the things that we task our team with, I said, now, guys, we're not going to a party. We're not going to hang out. And my wife went with me one time. She thought, oh, you just go to those parade shows and eat and just have fun. You really just kind of, it's like a vacation. And I said, okay, go with me. Uh, I left the hotel about 530 that morning to meet somebody for breakfast at six. Uh, I had lunch with somebody. We had dinner with somebody. And then we had an evening with some other people that, I mean, it was literally from, you know, six in the morning till 10, 11 o'clock every day we were there. And it's like she says, I'm exhausted. I don't know if I want to come back to this thing with you or not. You know, yeah. but but it, it is. And I told my people, I said, now, listen, this is my expectation. If we're going to make this expense, I want to make sure we're getting some out of it. So I just kind yeah. of task each one of them. I like what you said about the goals. I task each one of them to find at least one or two products or services they think would be valuable to us. And I ask them to all take a schedule and pick education sessions they would like to. And if two people pick the same one, I said, you take this one, you take that one. And then I asked them all when they got done to do me a recap of three takeaways from the session and what one thing we could apply in our business that would pay for this trip, you know? And mm -hmm. so after the trade show, everybody sends me this stuff. Jim, I want to tell you, I got the most out of that trade show than anybody because my team, they multiplied me. And so I couldn't be everywhere yeah. at once, but with everybody doing this, we had so many great ideas. We found so many new products. We had, So is that kind of what you're saying when you're saying spread people yeah. out? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't just uh, be that huddle walking mm -hmm. through the whole show together. And, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with, with being together at times, but especially when you're, when you're separated then, and you know, Oh shoot, you know, I, Kevin's got to see this. Mm -hmm. Kevin's got to see this booth, then make a note and come back, you know, just to go at, at, at another time mm -hmm. to come back. But mm -hmm. when you're, you're looking at it by yourself, you're seeing things from your own eyes versus seeing things through someone else's eyes. So you're going to catch things that other people aren't going to catch. So it's a great point to do that. Another thing that you mentioned about going to the different seminars and different workshops, find out if the if the um, if your conference that you're going to, if any of the seminars are being recorded, because that might give you an op opportunity to better select which ones you're going to go to live. Because a lot of times they may record some of the main talks, but not all of them. And so if you know, oh, this talk over here on marketing, they're recording that one. But this one over here on, on effective financing, they're not recording that one. So I'm going to go to that one live and I can watch the other one later when I get back to the office. So do, again, back to the do your homework, make sure you're doing that. But yeah, Kevin, a great point of splitting up and then bringing everyone back together, which brings up another another key tip that I, I always tell, especially exhibitors, but again, attendees, if you have multiple people going, uh, schedule that post-show session with each other that where you can compare notes. You could say, should we go back here again next year? What did you find out? What should we do different? If we're going to be exhibiting next year, maybe that's one of the reasons why you're going to the show, that I want to exhibit next year. And uh, that you could see, should we exhibit? Is it worthwhile for us? And you compare notes and there's so much information that you can get, but seeing getting other people's perspective is just such a great way to do it. It is. And I know the first of the few times that I took some team with me, I noticed what you said, they huddled up together. So we would yeah. go to a reception or we would go to something and, and three or four of our people would all be together. You know, and here I am mingling and doing this. And I finally had to get them and said, listen, guys, 
you got to get out of your comfort zone here. This is where you got to go up and, like you said, introduce yourself. Go up and say, hey, I'm so-and-so with Fast Change Lube and Oil. Uh, you know, what's your name? Who are you here with? And, yeah. and Jim, I have built some of my strongest relationships and friendships through this industry at a trade show standing in the registration line with somebody who just struck up a conversation that was from across the country. Oh, how many shops you have? Well, I've got this man. Hey, man, what have you been seeing about this? And all of a sudden, we start exchanging this. We exchange cards. Next thing you know, we're calling each other. Hey, I just faced this in my shop. We build these relationships, and this, it is... I'm telling you, it is one of the best things, in the, and I'm sure all industries, I tell everybody, the quick lube industry is the best industry I've ever been in, but I've only been in a couple industries, but I'm sure <laughs> most industries are the same. If you, if you will put forth the effort to network with people, to introduce yourself, like you said, you may get a few people that don't want to be there, they're not excited to be there, they're only there because they had to be there, and they may, but that's very rare. I don't know that yeah. I've really run into anybody in the show that I introduced myself that we didn't strike up a great conversation and have something in common because... The chances are, if you are at the car wash show and the iFlex convention, you're interested in car washes and oil changes, or you wouldn't be there. You know, so right. we got we already exactly. got a common interest. You know, yeah. so yeah. Uh, so I think that's good. I love it, and how you said, even if it's someone who they might be in the same business as you, but they're obviously not a direct competitor. They're in a different part of the country, mm -hmm. but you can compare notes, stay connected with them, because mm -hmm. they might you might come across something going, ah, oh, I have had this this mm -hmm. problem, this issue I've been facing for such a long time. Have you ever faced it? Oh yeah, we just mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden uh, a new solution is going to come across. You're like, wow, I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. And you know, one, one, I think big mistake that people make is even if you're, if you have a direct competitor you run into and you're like, ah, oh, this guy's in my market and string up a conversation, just introduce mm -hmm. yourself, become friendly with them. You never know when a partnership or something might come, ac come across your, your desk uh, in front of you that you could reach out to that person and really make a strike up a good business relationship with. Mm -hmm. uh, every competitor is not a, uh, not a hostile competitor. You could have yeah. some really great friendly competitors. Yeah, I agree with that. And and once again, when you when you meet these people, I'll share a story here. You know, through my connections, through trade shows and industry events. Uh, you know, we're we're based in Kentucky. Uh, we had somebody that was out of town for visiting family or something. Had an oil change, uh, and they drove seven hundred miles home. And they call us and say, "Oh, I've got a major problem. I've got an oil leak. You blow my motor up. You've got all oh. this stuff." I'm 700 miles away. I mean, if that would have happened here, we jump in the car and we go to the car, we investigate, we find out what's wrong with it. So I pull up and I see where they're at and I find out, hey, there's a gentleman that I met through the industry that I know that has shops there. And it was on a Sunday and I called him up and I said, hey, man, I've got a situation. Oh, we got a store just like five minutes down the road from this place. Uh, let me have my district manager call you. District manager called me, and that district manager went to that person's house, investigated it just like we did, found out it was nothing that we done. It was another mechanical issue not related to an oil change. But to have another set of eyes, had I not networked in the industry, had I not made those connections, that would have never happened. Now, had that not happened, they would have went to maybe just a garage, and a garage would have probably said, here's a free way to get something taken care of. Yeah, that place you had your oil change tore this up, they owe you a thousand bucks. You know, you would have never <laughs> known. I mean, but I just thought how simple that was. And that was all because of striking up a conversation with somebody that we become friends that now because of that, I got a connection that who, I mean, you don't plan that to happen, but man, I'm right. glad that happens. <laughs> yeah, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we're now you're going past trade shows. You're talking about business and you're talking about life opportunities 
come from people, come from connections. In all in every area of our life and in every area of our business, that's where we get new opportunities. And uh, and in your case, an amazing solution uh, mm-hmm. that helped you get out of a, a jam and help your customer and mm-hmm. got them the the the, uh, the work that they needed so that they mm-hmm. can move along. Absolutely, yeah. great stuff. Yeah, I tell you what, Jim, this this is an amazing conversation. I mean, I'm looking down at our time; it's swiftly <laughs> passing by. Hey, but Jim, as we as we wrap the show up, I mean, yeah. what do you want to share? I mean, we get, let's get you got a, you got another item or two you want to give our listeners. You got a big key takeaway. You got something a, a bang, a big bang, or a wow factor to close this thing out with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you this. If I, I, we gave, I gave all the great stuff. If you're an attendee, just do your homework. Do your homework. Set those goals. Be as efficient as possible. And use, as Kevin said, use every minute of your day knowing why you're there and not just uh, I'm going to it's a, the show's in Vegas. Hey, yeah. I get to go to the casino. I get to go here. I get yeah. to go. No, no. You're there to do business. Go to go to Vegas another time or stay a couple extra days if you want to if you want to party and have fun, but know why you're there. So to do that, if you're if you're an exhibitor, make sure that you're qualifying the attendee when they come up to your booth. So you're not wasting that 15 minutes on a demo for someone who's never going to buy from you. So just take a minute. Make sure you're asking that good qualifying question just very quickly. And if they don't qualify, it's nothing saying, hey, you know what? This is not going to work for your for your business. I don't want to I don't want to waste your time. Enjoy the rest of the show. They will respect you for that instead of you diving into a, a demo and trying to sell them on something that's never going to work for them. So make sure you take the time, qualify the people so that you're not wasting any time because time is money. Time is money uh, in these shows. So uh, I mean, I can just go on all day yeah. with, with more and more tips and tricks. But uh yeah, I would just say for anyone, if you if you really want to, if you're an exhibitor, you really want to know more and more about trade shows, just check out the Trade Show University podcast. It's available everywhere and every every uh, major podcast platform, like Apple, Spotify, I, uh, Google, all the others. Yeah. Uh, and then just, uh, just do a search. If you're looking for a specific topic, you can go to my website at tradeshowu.biz, tradeshowtheletteru.biz. There's a, uh, there's a search bar right there, and you can type in goals, or you can type in... Uh, uh, promo items or something like that. And you can find out everything you need to know about, uh, about that, your topic. So there that's, you go. <laughs> that's awesome, Jim. You know, I, I thank you so much for being on the show and I want to encourage your listeners, check out, check out the trade show, uh, university podcast. You know, Jim and I met through another group that we're both in, in, in podcasting. And uh, that's how we kind of met and cross paths. And, uh, and so glad to have you on the shows for sharing with that. I know our listeners got a great deal of value from that. Uh, check out his podcast. Uh, if you like his podcast, Hey, subscribe to it, give him a rating and review as well. We're always encouraging you to give us a rating and review to help us with our search engine optimization and all that stuff. So we want to encourage you to do that. Uh, but he gave you the websites. We're going to put those in the show notes. So in the show notes, we'll put links to his podcast, links to the website and all that stuff. And I trust and hope you guys have an amazing iFlex car wash show. Things are going great. And maybe you'll get uh, send us some messages and uh, how that uh, this podcast helped you get the most out of the show. Jim, thanks again for being on the show. It's been an honor, Kevin. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.
All right. Thanks so much to you, Quick Lube Expert listeners. You all are so amazing. It's because of you that our podcast is growing so quickly. Uh, each week, I tell you this, we watch the numbers go up. We watch the different countries light up on the map. Uh, thank you so much for all that you're doing for us. You're inspiring us and equipping us and motivating us to add more value to other owners, operators out there, people who are interested in the business, people who want to grow. So keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep doing what we're doing to add value to this industry and those surrounding industries. If you've not checked out Quick Lube expert.com yet check out our website we got some amazing programs our membership is open we'd love to have you part of our inner circle part of our membership check that out i would love to offer you a free consultation call if you'll go to quickloopexpert.com in the top right hand corner if you'll click on free discovery assessment complete that brief form uh, shortly thereafter you'll get a link to my calendar that i'll give you an hour call no obligation no cost we'll sit down i'd love to hear what your biggest challenge is what's the biggest struggle you've been facing to see if maybe I've got a tool, resource, or something that I can share to help you. And while we're in there, if you'd like to see the back office of the Quick Lube Expert membership, see what's in there, see what might be of value to you, no obligation. I'll give you a tour of that and show you that. And if it works, that's great. Once again, won't want to sell you anything, just want to offer value. And if we add enough value to you, you'll keep sharing the information that we're doing and grow our uh, listing base, grow our membership. Uh, so that's available totally, no obligation. If you're interested, quicklubeexpert.com, free discovery assessment. Until next week's episode. May God bless you. Woo! I hope you got a lot out of that episode and are going to take the next trade show by storm as an attendee. And I got three quick things for you before we head out of here. First, if you've got a topic that you would like to hear featured on a future episode of Trade Show University, send me an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz, jim at tradeshow, the letter u.biz. Second thing, if you're not signed up for our email newsletter, why not? Get over to tradeshowu.biz, right there on the homepage. Just drop your email in there. You'll get free stuff, have a chance to win some great books, and you're going to get a free tip every single week that's going to help move the needle for your business. And third thing, if you're not subscribed, you're missing out. Subscribe at your favorite podcast player, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, make sure you're subscribing. You never, ever miss an episode. We'll see you on campus next time right here at Trade Show University.